Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 143 of Raiders Fan Radio here live from Murph's Fan Cave. I think we've got our uh, our audio bugs worked out, our video bugs worked out. The lag in the chat room is of, of, uh, uh, befuddling as always to my two co-hosts. And so let me welcome to the, uh, speaking of co-hosts, to the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, the one and only Uncle Mike. Yay! Befuddled? I don't know. That was pretty good. I huh? love befuddledness. Like yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're yes. all about befuddledness. Yes. We're all about uh, befuddlement. Is yeah. that a word? Yeah. Can I and- verbalize befuddle? Oh. <laughs> oh that sounds be- like you trying to give the promo. Would it be befuddling? <laughs> Would it be befuddling? Can you conjugate that verb? Uh, no, but I know somebody that can. The most befuddled? Yes. Okay. He is in the annex of the annex. Yes, of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. So let's head to the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk and welcome the third man in the booth tonight, 
Swag Jeff. What's Little up, Swaggo? Southwest Swaggy J. What's up, guys? Glad to have you back, Jeff. Well, yeah. This is like three out of four for you, isn't it? I know, I know. My wife is giving me so much leeway. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She lets me come play. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Well, well, good week to have you back here. Appreciate you joining us. Yes. As always, and appreciate you, Mosh, uh, for joining me here in the Fan Cave for episode number 143. So we've got a ton to get to tonight. And uh, so let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Uh, first off, if uh, you wouldn't mind, please smash that like button. Smash that bell, as the kids say. Hit that subscribe button there on the YouTube. That is YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave, as uh, many of you already have. And thank you for those of you uh, that will be jumping in later. And the best part about joining us live here on the YouTubes is that uh, we have a great chat room. Uh, So already in there tonight. Uh, Raider from Rosa, Running Bear, Hardcore Raider, Joe Estrada is in there. Appreciate you guys uh, jumping in and, and gals that join us in the chat every week. Uh, we love to have you. And uh, the chat is always one of the one of if not the most consistently one of the what say it again one of if not the most consistently funny and entertaining parts <laughs> of of our of our nice. uh, of our uh, uh, show here and it's because I love it like I'll be in the middle of like the rantiest of rants like my raider passion will be just yeah, yeah. just flowing and then all of a sudden out of nowhere comes Uncle Mosh and his big laugh. And right, I'm always right, like, right. what is what, Mosh? And you're like, the chat. You got to see what the chat's doing. <laughs> Most of the time, they're just telling me to tell you. Will you stifle your That's right. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. That or they're a- talking about donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They yeah. just change the subject to Krispy Kreme or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Mosh. all about donuts. All about that. Mosh, you love your donuts. Murphy, Mc- Murph, and the Donut Bunch, right? I love that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> all we, gotta do, all hey, we, we don't have beat- to worry about that for a while. Uh, no, not the way we're playing. All right, so nah. the, that's uh, if we beat Kansas City, then uh, you're going to get to hear me rap on the Mondays with Mikey and Murph show, and and uh, Swago and Uncle Mosh. Uh, we're very kind to, to offer your services to help me out with that. We will write it for you. Uh, right on. So uh, we'll see what happens. Though. we got to beat Kansas City first. All right, so, uh, so thank you to those of you on the YouTube. Also, we are an audio podcast, believe it or not, still our most... Most uh, popular way to be consumed is uh, is on the uh, on the on the podcast services. So that's Apple Podcasts, that's Google Play, that's Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. If it's got a podcast, you can find us. All you got to do is search for Murph's Fan Cave. Same thing. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating. Uh, heck, we even got an Android app, which I never talk about. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, we have a, uh, a Murph's Fan Cave Android app, and I never talk about it. Uh, because we don't have an iOS app, but that's only because most people that have Apple phones, like you guys, you use just podcast. Podcast. You just yeah. use that and get us that way. Um, but so there's, we saw quickly when we did our apps that the p- people that used iOS didn't use that the Murph's Fan Cave app, but the Android people love it. So anyway, so if you have an Android device, uh, search for Murph's Fan Cave in the Google Play Store, and you can find us on there. Oh wait, Please. so everybody that's my age, yes. <laughs> have Thank to get, you. Have to get the guys that are Swag Jeff's aides to download it for them. Well, because, <laughs> well I, I'm, I'm making reference to the fact you're iOSing A and D on I on I don't know what any of that crap means. 
You just got your... Uh, I just hand my phone to Jeff and I go, make it work. Make it work. Here's my iPhone. There make, you go. Make the show pop up on here. There you go. There you go. Well, you do, you do a good job with it, Mosh. You do a good job handing your phone to Jeff. I do. Yeah. I, actually, I couldn't get the charger to work. I know. Yeah, so so he's using my charger <laughs> right now. My Thanks. phone's dying. Thank you, Swaggy. We spent oh, yeah. eight, 18 minutes of our 45-minute show prep trying to show Uncle Mosh how to charge his phone. That was pretty fun. It happens. It happens. Hey, it's okay. No, nope, okay. I don't care. I want. I, I, you guys all know... Where I'm at. If it wasn't for the fact that this phone has has access to the entire world, I would go back to my flip phone in yeah, a would. minute. In a minute. Oh, man. you loved to, that thing. I loved that you one that it. I could put in the beer but, and you could yeah. call me and it would hear it ring. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that, that phone. phone. Yeah, that phone. yeah. I'm all about it. The chat's already talking about last week how the cameras are a lot better this week. Oh, good. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. Sounded like you were talking into a fan last yeah, week. Yeah, it was kind of rough, man. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. My, my, my bad. You know, look, it's it's technology, and we're a uh, you know we're a three man show here, and so it's a uh, you know we're not pros. We don't have producers or a, or a formal studio. We have uh, my bonus room. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you know, it's a great bonus. The room. fan. Wait till they see the new pictures. From the oh, bonus room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 had, we had a pro in today. We had a guy. You got a guy. It happens to be your kid. Yeah. But I got it. It doesn't matter. It's still a guy. He's still a photog, man. Hey, and he came and he took some great shots. He sure some, did. Some yeah, he did. promo shots. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll have some of those promo shots up for you. And uh, one of us got a cup check during that filming of that. Yeah. Or the taking of those pictures. We'll have that for yeah, you. I wonder too. who that was. Somebody <laughs> else was wearing a caftan. <laughs> <laughs> Around the lower part of their body. And that's which was well, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I, and I didn't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, so help us by, uh, uh, by doing those things. Support the show. And then... Uh, uh, more importantly, uh, support our show's effort to support the Bolitnikoff Foundation Swaggo. Point to the Get Made t-shirt. There you see the Get Made t-shirt as Uncle Mosh points towards the Fred Bolitnikoff jersey. And you can support us and support them by buying the Get Made t-shirt. Now, the Get Made t-shirt, all 100%, all 100, gosh, I'm on a roll tonight, 100% of the proceeds of the sale of that t-shirt are going to the Blitnikoff Foundation. Uh, there's a little bit of a, I don't know we call it, a caveat, a uh, 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 an asterisk, a footnote mosh. Uh, we're running close to being out of Get Made shirts. Okay, so this we is really what we're going to do. Break it so, down, Mosh. Break it down for us. We, uh, Swaggy J, uh, Murph, this is what we're going to do. This is our last week of selling the shirts. Yeah. We have we have had we had a run. Yeah, we did. We're gonna fill those orders this week, and then uh, the the ones that the orders that we get from tonight's show, uh, the next day or two, and that's it. That's about all we got. Uh, we have a, we have a couple that were promised. We've got some. We've got a few that we've got to give away for uh, some prizes, and then hey. Get your shirts, because that's it. The Get Made shirts are done. They're done. It's a thing yeah. of the past. That's it. And we're not making more. Like, we're, we do a run of shirts every year. Right, right. And that's and our... that's it. That's yep. it. That's our 2019 shirt. And so if you want one, get one. There you see it there uh, behind Mosh, and then and there's Swag Jeff as well. Uh, the Get Made shirt, 100% of the proceeds going to Blitnikoff, so it's really easy to get them. All you got to do is go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash t-shirts. That's right. I know, I know the... Awful, awful clever coming up with that uh, that uh, URL there. Hey, so, you know the other thing though, Murph. Please, uh, we're still taking donations. Yes, we're, oh, we're, 100%. If, if you've already got your shirt, and we are still taking donations. The more we get, the more we, the bigger that check is going to be. 
And well, actually, it's only going to be this big because we ordered it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount on it is going to be bigger, so we're still taking donations. Yep. All that money's going absolutely. Bolitnikov, yeah, the foundation there in November, and uh, send your money. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely, and 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 we're still doing the the, the deal with NFL Shop. Yeah, the, so right, you guys right, right. please use our link, the uh, RaidersFanRadio.com/slash/gear, mm. and you can. You can buy a cool custom jersey like I have. Tell hey. him about your brother, what he did, and he's and he's a Titans oh, yeah. fan. So, so tell I, your family or, yeah, or people so, you so, talk so if to. You, if you follow us on social media, you see that I have jumped my dad into the nation. Yes, he he posted on his social media. We shared it to ours. He's got a get made shirt on and a Raider hat. Uh, so he's got all that. I tried to jump my brother into the nation. He just ain't coming yet. It's just not time yet. But I told him to use the link, and he bought a Marcus Mariota Titans jersey. There yeah, you so, go. And he hey, used so the link, what? so we got used, credit yeah, for it. Yeah, so he used the link, so we got credit for it. So, you know, he's... Just get know. to NFLshop.com through our link. Yeah, that's the, absolutely. That's absolutely. Absolutely. All right, good deal. Appreciate that, Swago. Appreciate your support that way. And uh, so, yeah, tell your friends. Use uh, Go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, G-E-A-R, and then hit that link. It'll take you to the Raiders stuff, but then you can go to anywhere on NFLshop.com from there, and we'll, uh, we'll get credit for anything that you do from there. So we appreciate you uh, 100% for helping us support the Bolitnikoff Foundation. All right, I mentioned earlier this is – Episode number 143 of Raiders Fan Radio. And every episode, we take the number title of our episode and then tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And although many of you are making a run at Swag Jeff uh, to take this part of, of his job, he's actually done an amazing job with it over the past however long it's been now, months and months that he's been doing it. And so Swaggo hit us with a 143 tonight. Well, thank you for the respect. And, and honestly, I'm going to challenge everybody. All the listeners. Listeners out there, I haven't seen a whole lot of challenges in the oh, last couple of weeks. Hey, hey so, bringing so, it. He's yeah. bringing it. So come on, man. You want to you step up? Let's step <laughs> up. You know? So let me ask you, Swaggy, can they send those directly to you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, send I'm, them to Raiders char- Fan Radio. Right, right, yeah, or, okay. I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Insta- or, uh, message us on Facebook, Instagram. I'm in charge of all of that now. So, yeah. So set, send stuff to me, man. And, and, if, and if, you, if you think you got one better than I do, Call in. Yeah. You know, you it's go. all in the show. 909-345-3346. Nice. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah Just when Johnny goes, hey, that's all fine and good. Spell Alzado, Jeff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that. I hear oh, yeah. that. It'll be a it'll yeah. be it'll be a little while before you live that one down, but that's okay. That's all right. You that's did, all right. You do so, you yeah. do it. You do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it. so anyhow, so, okay. so, right, episode, or, so episode one four three. I'm double dipping again. Oh, we're just gonna double dip. All Come right. on, I double. Like and, we're, and we're gonna du- we're gonna double dip in two consecutive Raider seasons. Wow. The first wow. season we're gonna go back to is 1978. Come on, yes. 1978. Come on. Uh, Fred Bolitnikoff. Nice. Yes. Fred Bolitnikoff. His his uh, his farewell season with the Raiders. Okay. He retired from the NFL after this season. But he averaged fourteen point three yards per reception. Wow, done. One, That's awesome. Four, three. Nicely done. Nicely so, done. Yes. If you didn't like that, <laughs> let's take it to the next season. All right. Nineteen seventy-nine season. Right. Another Raider great and rest in peace, Cliff Branch. Okay. Our boy Cliff Branch averaged fourteen point three yards per reception. No that year. way. Yeah. So two Raider greats, fourteen point three. How cool is that? Wow. That's amazing. That's cool pretty nice. That? That's a fun one, man. That's some good numerology yeah. stuff right there. Yeah, there you R- go. Right on, Swaggo. Good job, man. Very good job. 
All right, gentlemen, and uh, those in the chat room, let's see. Let's shout them out. Ron is in there, the Materator, we call him. Running Bear, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. What's up, Capo? Just when Johnny is in there, uh, did I say Running Bear? Ty Tyler is in there. I can't scroll up, but uh, Raider from Rosa. I appreciate everybody jumping in the chat room tonight and joining us for episode number 143. All right, I mentioned Ron. um, We call him the Materator because he's the moderator of our chat, and uh, he does an awesome job uh, in there. And Ron was also one of the guys that – really got on early with what we were doing here at Raiders Fan Radio, one of our first made men. And uh, Ron's been uh, a, a part of what we do, not only as a listener, but he's definitely integrated into, into being a, a very uh, valued and respected part of our of our RFR community. And so I, I can't thank him enough. And, and if that wasn't enough, him just being a participant, um, I got I to share this with you all. So if you look over my, my left shoulder here, this Murph's Fan Cave sign, I put it up on our social media and so did Swago. Uh, actually, I put up on my profile, but Jeff put it on our RFR stuff. Uh, I put up earlier this week. So if you hadn't had a chance to see it, here it is. So I get home, guys, and there's this, you know, we get a lot of stuff here to the cave. We get a lot of stuff sent to us, and I get a lot. Of, I'm an Amazon junkie, and you know what I mean? Like, we just get a lot of stuff sent. So it's not uncommon for us to have packages on the porch. And so I, I see this package, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look familiar. I wasn't expecting that. And so I, I, I grab it, and it's heavy. This thing weighs like, right. like 10 pounds, right? And so I bring it in, in the house, and my oldest son comes over, and, and he's like, what is that, Dad? I'm like, I don't know, pal. I go, let's, let's cut it open. So we cut open, and as we're doing that, I see the name on there, and I see that it's from Ron. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. I wonder what this is. So we sl- cut it open. My son slides it out, and the back of it's facing me, and, he, and like, his eyes get like saucers. Oh, he goes, nice. He goes, oh, Dad. And I go, what? And he goes, you're going to freaking love this. And I go, what? And he flips it around, and it's this sign. So it's... So let me tell you guys what this is. So you can't, it's mounted on the wall now. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, other than just describe it to you, the weight of this thing, but it's three layers of, of metal and the bottom layer is painted completely white. Then the second layer is this die cut Murph's fan cave within the, the, the shield. And then there's a third layer, which is the skull above it. So it's the Murph's fan cave logo in three sections stacked on top of each other. So it's amazing. The camera doesn't do it justice, but it's got this 3d look to it because it's this die cut metal. So cool. Ron, this thing is so badass, and I'm so proud to display it here. And I'm so thankful to you for sending it to us. And so shout out to Ron, much respect to Ron. Thank you to it's his, um, his wife's uncle, I believe has a machine shop and they're the ones that crafted it. It's amazing. I asked him if they wanted a shout out. He's like, no, man, we just wanted to do it for as a show of appreciation to you guys for what you do for us. And I know you got plenty of Raider gear. So we wanted to do something that was, you know, that was, that was, uh, you know, unique to the fan cave. And so again, we're proud to display it. And Ron, dude, you, you rock, man. I'm just, I almost feel like I need to like bang on it with something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's It's, not even like it's it's flexible. No, it's just like it's so heavy. Solid, man. It's like 10 pounds. Yeah. 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 It's It's crazy. It's crazy. So super, super cool. So thank you very much, uh, Ron, for that. All right. um, Next up, I want to give respect to kind of Kind of a catch-all here, but, you know, we were texting back and forth with our buddy Emiliano, the Big Raider trucker, uh, a week or so ago, and and uh, he brought up the the term womb to the tomb, you know, which was passed on from his dad to him, and we sure. love that term, and basically it's the idea that, 
you become a Raider fan and that's it. You take it with you for life. And, um, you know, we're always sharing pictures of each other and our Raiders, shared Raiders experiences of, of us and our families. Jeff just mentioned his dad and, you know, Mosh and I are always sharing pictures of our families together, our family together, uh, you know, my boys and whatnot. And then we had another listener, uh, send us a picture of himself and his daughter this week. And so let's shout them out, Mosh. So there you go. So there's Coach Davis. He wanted to send a picture of him and his daughter, and uh, and I, we just thought that was so cool. So if you guys got pictures of your family, send them our way, man. We'd be Love glad it. to glad to show it off. And and uh, you know, and he was real nice. Sent us a note. He did. He said. It. He said. He said. I just wanted you all to see me and my beautiful daughter. I married her mom while I was still in prison, and this beautiful beautiful little girl came with her. Man. I love it, that's man. That's so cool, just man. Passing it Much along, respect. Man. Absolutely. Just... Absolutely. So appreciate that. And uh, raise them right, raise them Raiders is what we absolutely. say around here. You know what I mean? So so absolutely. So good stuff there from uh, uh, from Coach Davis. We appreciate you. Um, okay. I got one more respect. And we got, you know, we respect all of our made men and all of our listeners. You know, uh, some that literally go above and beyond the call of duty when they go to work every day. And that's to protect and defend our freedoms, which we are yes. uh, immensely and, and endlessly grateful for. And uh, so one of those guys is Mojo. He uh, serves in the Navy down there in Southern California and San Diego. And yes. I didn't feature Mojo's call this week as part of the sea of fans because I thought I just want to give respect to him for the balance of this call because right now Raider nation is, we are wound up, man. We are all up in our feelings about the freaking team and Gruden and car and the record and the road trip and you name it, man. We're all, it feels like every year there's something. And so I'm, I'm just thankful to Mojo and for what he brought to, to this call. And so we're going to play this at the top of the show. What's up, fellas. It's Mojo San Diego checking in. I'm sure you got to weed through a lot of uh, voicemail today, guys. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of upset Raider Nation members. I'm sure everybody's calling in, wanting to park the car. A lot of people talking crap about Gruden. And I'll tell you that I fell into that terrible black hole of nonsense on Sunday, too. But here's what i got to say. We're still rebuilding. I know we've been rebuilding since freaking 2003, but it is what it is. Here's the thing. We're Raider fans, right? If you were a fan of any other team, you'd have to do, you'd have to be around all those other stupid looking people wearing, <laughs> you know, mustard and ketchup uniforms or, or, uh, growling like a, like a, a panther or nonsense like that. Here's, here's what we need to do, Raider Nation. Hold your head high. Support your freaking team. All right. Support your freaking quarterback. It is, what it is, okay? They know way better than we do. If we knew better than them, guess what? We'd be the freaking offensive coordinator, <laughs> defense coordinator, head coach, okay? So let's, let's chill out on the armchair quarterback crap, all right? And just enjoy the freaking season. Remember what it's like when we're sitting, you know, uh, in July salivating to see some football, okay? Just enjoy the freaking season. That's all I got. Out. Hey, Raider Nation, just want to say hello to Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Merv. Just win, baby. Swaggo. 
So uh, <clears throat> I don't want to bring it up. Do you want to bring it up? Uh, how'd you do on uh, How'd you do on the bets this week, uh, Murph? Ah, uh, well, you know, if it weren't for the Raiders, I'd do okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 the only bets I ever lose are when I bet on our team. Every, <laughs> every other bet I've made through mybookie.ag has come through. So at the end of a hard week, guys, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Well, yeah, game-winning touchdowns, two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games even more exciting than to bet on them, and that is the absolute truth. Uh, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. So don't forget, when you're, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play, and it's where you should, too. And look, I wouldn't be telling you guys this if I didn't uh, think they were the best, and it's the truth, and I it really is. I've I've won. Let's see. So last week uh, I hit on who were up, and it was uh, the Ravens that came back. I, yeah, I took the yeah, Ravens yeah. and the points, and they came back and covered. And so I ended up hitting on that one, but I missed on the Raiders. So this week, and I've been betting Indy big, right? So I've right. been winning playing Indianapolis. So like this week, I'm like, well, do I play Indianapolis again? They're playing our Raiders. Like it'd be worth it to me to lose just so the Raiders could win. Yeah, that's what Pirate nineteen seventy five says. Bet against us, Murph, and we're guaranteed a win. I'm thinking about it. Like I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put money on Indy, give up the points, and then if they win, then I'll have a consolation prize. And then if the Raiders win, then that'll just be awesome. I don't care if it costs me fifty bucks. There you uh, go. So anyway, so I would tell you then uh, I wouldn't tell you about these guys if they weren't the best. That's mybookie.ag. Do the smart thing if you're going to bet this season. Bet with my bookie. Uh, and if you like to win a little. And win, or bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. Uh, if you do that, all your picks and they come through, you multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join MyBookie now, and they will double your first deposit. So if you put in 100 they're going to give you 200 You put in 500 they're going to give you 1000 All you got to do to activate that is use a promo code, CAVE, to activate that offer. That's promo code CAVE, C-A-V-E. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. So... Swaggo, Uncle Mosh, we are gathered here in the cave to celebrate this thing called Raider Nation, and as of this last Sunday, there wasn't a lot to celebrate. We're running out of time. My life is running out of <laughs> lifespan. 
Yeah, well, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, got, he's got about uh, about eight years and 12 ooh, games left. Oh, my gosh. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit about this last week's game. So we play the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, gentlemen, give me just um, – we're going to hear some, We're gonna hear from Coach. We're going to hear from Carr. We're going to hear from Tyre Whitehead here in a minute. Uh, I want to hear from you guys, though. Just general takeaways, Mosh. Well, give me, your, give me your, your top couple here out of the game. Uh, first and foremost, it was a hard game to watch. It was boring as crap. It was hard. It was uh, it was bad enough. I was sitting in your uncomfortable furniture, and love the that best chair. thing about your furniture is the television. And you know, you got a, <laughs> you got a great TV, but your chairs suck. The, the, that is not true. There was there was it was an un. Are you going to let me talk, Mikey? Or are you going to you know where are we going with this? <laughs> so. I'm sitting there. My back hurts. Love my you, feet stink. You know. Uh, I'm, Wait, why is not my furniture fog or feet stink? I, I, I'm just trying to say there, Hot Rod, settle down. And I'm watching the game, and I'm like, Murph, I, I, I got to go with Hardcore Raider, man. I'm, it was really hard to be an apologist. You know? I, I, I mean, I, I, I love my Raiders, but that was a bad game. We, and, and are we entitled to have a bad game? Well, sure we are. Sure we are, but it was a it was a rough game to watch, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was a rough game. Absolutely, to watch. Swago. What do you got? Give me a takeaway. You know, I, I've, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard to decide whether to you know put this on car. Who, I mean, who do you put this on? You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot. Well, of I got fifty three off the top of my head. That's, you know that's what I mean? true. Right, yeah, right, but right, but right. you know, but but us as Raider Nation, we want we want to point at somebody. So who is it? You know, I mean, and initially looking at the game, you want to blame Carr because, you know, you know, he just he didn't make some good decisions. He threw a really bad interception. Um, but I just I complained the whole game about the, the play calling. I just hated the play calling, you know, the, the little dinky dunky passes and stuff like that. I just I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You know, when you're third and 19, don't dump the ball off. You know, I mean, go yard. You know, I, that that was just my opinion. Right. So right. you know, it was like 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 uh, Uncle Uncle Mosh said, it was just hard to watch. Yeah, absolutely. It can get frustrating as a fan watching this stuff, and and so and I, I hear you and all everything you guys have said. I'm with you on, and you know, I, I think that there's a this was to me a revealing of there are greater things in play. Um, that there are are, are we there's a multitude of of issues still that that we have to address as a team. And while, you know, I think in terms of quarterbacking, and I'm going to get into heavily here in a minute uh, about Carr and the quarterbacking, but, you know, I've, I've always been a firm believer that the quarterbacks get too much credit when the team wins and they get too much blame when the team wins. 100%. You know, and, and so it's real easy to, you know, like, like Swago said, we all want a, uh, a, something to point at. And I think that oftentimes the quarterback can be the path of least resistance because it's the most prominent position uh, in the NFL. So it's real easy to just target that. But I think there's some validity to the criticism. This is not... You know, I'm often criticized for being the apologist. Um, there's definitely some v- validity uh, to the criticism of Derek Carr at this point, and and I'm not uh, going to shy away from that. We're going to get into that here in a minute. All right, first off, let's listen to uh, Coach Gruden post game. We got to get better as a team. We're we're putting our team together. You know, we're playing um, a very good team back to back weeks. You could say the Chiefs, Vikings, as good a teams as there are in football. Absolutely. In spurts, we hung in there and did some good things. Uh, but if we can't convert a fourth down and in, in a, in a half a yard. Um, you know, we failed to make a play in a passing game at the end of the half, which could have been a huge play. Um, and we lose the turnover battle and fall behind. It's not good. 
Well, they're a good team. You know, they can get there with four guys. They have a lot of pressure and simulated pressure you have to account for. So it's hard to get help a lot of the times. It's a credit to their scheme. They've been at it for a long time. They've been drafting to, to fulfill needs at this uh, scheme. Um, they're a challenge. I thought the offensive line at times did some good things. Um, obviously, a couple other times, Derek was pressured quickly and it made it hard. I think the interception, obviously, on a quick pass, uh, you know, something you rarely see from Derek is certainly um, the pressure. You know, you feel the pressure. Um, but I thought, uh, overall, I thought he did some good things. I got to take a good look at it before I say anything else. No, I think, uh, I think, uh, look, I think he, he, he might have missed a throw or two. There's no question. He's a human being like everybody else. Um, Again, I thought he made a great drive uh, to make it 21-7 on the flea flicker. We get the ball back. We're going in for a touchdown or points. Uh, we mishandle the ball on third down. Uh, that hurt us, certainly. And um, we just got to play better. I got to do a lot better job myself. Well, I'm glad to hear him say that. He's got to do a lot better job himself because, I, I, I you know, I agree. There, there's a lot of accountability to, to be passed around and, and fingers to point at, and I think it starts – with, with the coaching, it starts with the game plan. It, it definitely goes to Derek Carr. It definitely goes to the defense because we couldn't stop the running game. Uh, but in terms of what he had to say there, Mosh, anything stand out to you? Well, there, <clears throat> pardon me. There's a, a couple things. I loved what he said about we played two of the best teams in the NFL back-to-back. Absolutely. Um, not an excuse. Not an excuse because in the chat they said, well, if, if they knew that they, we were playing two of the best teams in the NFL, then we should have geared up for that. Sure. So that's, that's a, a fair criticism, and I, and I don't think that Coach would deny that criticism. Okay? The other thing, um, I, it wasn't brought up here, but it was brought up in the game. Some of those guys on Minnesota have been playing five and six years together. Yeah. They're, 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 they're a cohesive unit, and it showed. Yes. It showed. We, I mean, we've prided ourselves on people aren't going to run against us this year. And they ran the snot oh, out of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And so, um, <coughs> pardon me, I, I, I really think that I think that as he looks at the bigger picture, we have to look at the bigger picture. And, and, and it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't look at it as all coach speak. You know, I think, he's, I think he was, was honest and he said, you know, we got outplayed. Um, I do want to take away this one little bit, though, in Carr's defense, and I know we're going to go to him in a second. His his passing was a whole lot better in the second half, and that was the one takeaway that you and I noticed. That when he in the first half, it was like he was throwing these looping toss up anybody can get them kind of balls, and then in the, we saw that glimpse of man, this guy can this guy can. Can he can wing it when he, when yeah, he that's wants exactly. to. Why he didn't want to the whole night, I don't know. I right, don't know. Right. So I don't know. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have the the normal apologies. Uh, but there was glimpses. There was. There was. There was spots of. You know, we can do it. We just. We just. We're not there. We're right, not. We're not right. there yet. So. So what I. What I saw and 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 like Mosh said in in the second half, I really saw glimpses flashes in the pan but but someone that still really did impress me was Darren Waller. I mean yeah. Darren Waller was I mean if if you if you find a you know a positive thing to bring out of the game this guy's reliable he's a stud dude. He's yeah, a Absolutely. Stud. That's a good point. That's that is a good that's one so, silver you know, lining so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, if you if you want to find some positive to pull from that game and there wasn't a whole lot of it, you know, we saw half, you know, or I'm sorry like 80% of our uh, linebacker core go out. 
Um, Darren Waller was the was the silver lining. Yeah, yeah I mean, he yeah. he was a stud. You yeah. Know, so good point. Good point. All right, let's uh, let's go talk, uh, hear from our much maligned quarterback, Derek Carr. Uh, we got to play better uh, as offense, you know, for sure. Um, but we were able to move the ball and stuff. We just didn't finish in the red zone. Uh, my interception can't turn the ball over. Obviously, that's a given. Um, you know, I just missed a throw, but uh, those things happen. But with with uh, this defense, it's very tough to come back once they get a lead because that's what they're built for. Yeah, yeah, you know how that goes, right? Um, you know, if it hits their hands, they always say, dude, that's my fault, right? I'm like, well, man, I could have thrown you an easier pass, right? Yeah, and you could have. We can sit there and do it all. At the end of the day, we inc- it was incomplete, right? Um, but it sucks, man, because we're going right into their territory. You know, you go 21-14, and a- after how we started, right, you get, man, okay, hey, we're back into it, and we're about to get the ball back. You know, that just brings life to the team. So uh, a play like that, you know, Darren and I together will be better. Man, yeah, we're, I mean, we're on the road for the next, you know, three months. So we, uh, you know, we're going to do a lot of bonding time, right? We're going to be together as a team. And, uh, you know, no one cares. You just got to win games, right? Uh, you know, I don't think, you know, there's any moment or defining or anything like that. I'm going to fight my tail off like I always do. I'm going to compete my tail off no matter what the score is, whether we're winning, whether we're losing, whether it's tied. Um, you know, I, I've never, I never look into seasons and like, this is the theme or I think that's more for TV. You know, I, I just play football. I, I coach calls a play. I go out there and I try and do it my best job. And that's, that's my job. Um, you know, and that's honestly how I leave it. No, nah, again, we moved the ball, right? You know, we definitely moved the ball. I said we didn't finish drives. So that's the point right there. You know, we didn't finish our drives, um, especially the one at the end of the half. That was a big one. That was a big one in the heart. Um, you know, not getting points there, especially with the, that was the fourth down, right? Um, you know, we had the third and short, you know, and then we had the, the other, the, the one with the fourth and one, right? Um, you know, that's the, a couple of drives out there where you sit there and you're like, man, you know, we're moving the ball, right, man? If we can just, you know, in, in the first game, we got those little first downs, right? And it changed the game. And so uh, we'll take a look at it. I mean, coach will make the corrections, tell us what to do better, and we listen to him. You know, he's our leader. All right, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I don't know, player talk there there's a lot of you know non-committal answers which you know Derek you get a lot of ah shucks it's all on me I've got to be better kind of stuff uh, I hear a lot less of that uh, than what we're used to which is good because I think that when you own everything you own nothing you know so it's I'm, I'm glad to hear that that sounds like there's a little bit more accountability to be spread around because no they didn't finish drives but that absolutely is on him and as far as those those passes like he talked about Darren Waller kind of taking it for, for not catching that one pass. And you and I even said it, Mosh, watching the game. We're like, okay, it hit him in the hands. Yeah, you want him to catch that. But Derek didn't do him any favors. And, and Derek wasn't doing them many favors with a lot of his passes. And, and I'm going to get into heavily here in a minute the offense. But in terms of just execution of the mechanics of throwing a football, um, we were watching this game in contrast with what was going on in Kansas City. And we were watching that stupid Kermit the Frog mm. throw the football on a rope, throw it downfield, press the, the defense, throw off of his back foot. And, Mosh, you and I were talking about, like, this guy might be the best back foot thrower in the history of the, of the sport. He, there's such velocity on everything that he does. Derek's, like, got a big arm, too. Now, he may not have the, 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 the total arm of, of a Patrick Mahomes, but he's still got a big arm. And he does these, like, these floating... Like we were saying, these little like touch dink kind of pat, and it's like, what do you do? Like fire that thing in there. You just want him to be more aggressive. I don't know if he's being coached to do that or not, but one way or the other, 
the optics of it are not good because it leads to interceptions and it's leading to, to incomplete passes, right? Uh, yes. Yes and no. I think he's got uh, – there's no doubt about it he's got the talent. There's no doubt about it he's got the leadership. There's no, about, no doubt about it he's got he, – he, he's got control of, his, of, his, of the locker room. I think the, I think the team believes in him. Uh, I, I do believe that, that like some of the guys in the chat were saying – we're a young team, sure. you know. We're 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 this group of guys that we were all so fired up about in the off season are coming together. It doesn't happen overnight, you know. And yeah, I, but and t- I, tell me about Carr though. I want to let's stay on topic though. What is this but, about? And, and that's what I'm getting at is it it, it his his leadership and his, and and what he's going to have to do. His him stepping up is going to have to be there. Uh, maybe. Maybe he's. I know he's got some some ring savvy, and I know he can make he can make audibles and he can change things at the line. But we don't know. We don't know exactly if those of a lot of those calls were that you know float that one out there or what. You know, I don't know. I don't. Well, know. Gonna, I'm glad you brought that up because we're gonna actually we're gonna get into that. So because, that's good because it was it, we saw that different quarterback when he in the fourth quarter when he's zinging them downfield right. So he's got the arm strength. It's there. It's there. That's yeah. yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. We don't know what he's being coached to do, and we're gonna yeah, we'll get into the dynamics of the offense. That's a good point, Mosh. Jeff, you got anything on that before we move on to Tyre Whitehead? Move on. One game, but it's early in the season too. Um, this is something you can't just move uh, move on past. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a long road ahead, and if we don't get this um, corrected, it's gonna continue to poke his head up, and we just need to. You know, hold each other accountable, hold ourselves accountable, and making sure that there there aren't any people you know feeling comfortable after this loss because there are a lot of things that need to be fixed. And um, you know, unless we fix them, it's going to be a long season. And we 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 experienced that last year. And I'm I'm not trying to go through the same thing. I know there's a lot of guys on this team that's not trying to go through the same thing. And um, the only way you fix it is you know to just dig deeper. You know, you can't. Uh, can't start pointing fingers, you know, and understand that it's a long season, man. We just got to start uh, coming together even tighter, especially being on the road for the next few weeks, you know. Uh, when you go on the road, there's no one but you, and you have to understand that, you know, the games, that essentially, you know what's going on, you know what the team are going to, what they're going to give you, and we knew exactly what was going on in this game. They were going to feature Cook, uh, they were going to try to get uh, Cousins uh, going some way, some shape or form with boots and everything you know we practice all week is exactly what happened and uh we just got to do our job that much better you know full circle all the way around one game okay mosh so so their tire whitehead tells us we knew what they were going to do so they had a sound game plan on defense uh was it the attrition on defense that we're now experiencing with the linebackers being out abrams is out uh or is it just we running out of talent no, I don't think we're running out of talent. I think I think when you got uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a play when when we had a pulling guard and and Richie Cognito, my boy, totally whiffed on a block. Okay, there was there was that one, and then there was another one where he double teamed a guy that didn't need to be double teamed, and that was one of Carr's sacks. Yes, there, he's an amazing guy. All right, he he's the biggest man in the world, but he also has been gone for the last two games. So I think, I think you add all these little things up 
and it comes into a great big disaster. I, I'm not. I ain't jumping ship. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. I, I, I'm not ready to say, oh, he sucks and blah, 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 blah. Because it, 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 when these little things get ironed out, and I promise you they're working on them, when these little things get ironed out, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Swago, what do you got? Anything yeah, on defense? So, well, so, so to add to, add a, to Masha's point there, he's, Incognito's missed two games, but he also missed the year prior. So right, this right. guy might have just a little bit of rust okay, on him. Right. You got. T- let's talk about defense, guys. Okay, so we're, well, we're, we're, okay, let's just well, hear from her from Tierra Whitehead. Let's talk about the defense. Okay. Well, defense. Uh, you know, the defense was just tired. They were wore out. They were wore there out. We when go. You're, That's when a you're, good point. When your when your offense is going three and out, and then Minnesota's coming on twelve play drives, it just wears the defense out, and they don't have any time to catch their breath and kind of chill for a second. You know, I mean, you got to have this offense. The offense has to put together a drive, even if you don't get points. You got to put together a drive you to give the sustain defense. A drive. Yeah, yeah, you got to have a sustained drive to let the defense, you know, catch their breath before they got to go back out there and do it again. Absolutely, that's that's a good point. And you know, and I think that when you when you when you couple the the the, the defense getting worn out with uh, with with the injuries, I mean, it just you know it wore us down. I mean, we played pretty good against the run this year, and uh, you know, you heard it right there from Whitehead. He said they he, he knew what they were going to do, and uh, they just they just failed to execute. So we need better effing execution, John Gruden. Right? Um, one thing that popped up in the chat there, I saw. Uh, I think it was Q Dog there said, you know, we want. 2016 car back and and i don't want to go completely revisit all this over again but something interesting aaron keep this stuff in mind man i know that we're early on in the season car got sacked how many times in 2016 jeff remember we saw that 16 times uh yeah 16 times for the entirety of the 2016 season and how many times he's been sacked already this year seven there you go i mean come on like Got to remember that, man. Look, he didn't get touched in the first game. So that's seven sacks in two games. In two games. And this yep. is a guy that's already had major injuries. Like, you want to say he's got happy feet or whatever. I don't, That's fine. But if you protect him, he doesn't get happy feet. So, again, not an apology for him. And I'm getting ready to go in on, on, on Carr here in just a second anyways. But uh, anyways, but let's get off the Minnesota game. We're not going to do stats. We're not going to do any of that crap. This was a not a joy to watch. It was disappointing. Uh, although... I think if we're really honest with ourselves, as Mosh said earlier, this is one of the best or better teams in football. So, uh, you know, not a total uh, shocker there. What you got, Mosh? (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you do that. And now for something completely different. Yes. Nice. Yes, who's here? Who's here? Vladimir Monkovic from Serbia. Oh, oh, nice. Cool. And, and Peyote Dreams from Berlin. Wow. We are hitting the airwaves. We, we are, are worldwide. <laughs> Thanks, love guys. It. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, uh, love that you're in the chat. I know it's late over there. But yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Nice, Mosh. Good call, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Uh, Mosh, we're resurrecting some segments tonight. All right, we're going into the to the to the uh, the writers fan radio archive and busting out on. busting out some segments. So uh, uh, I think we only did this one or two times uh, before um, last season. Right, but, uh, we talked about some defensive things. Talked about some defensive things. Well, tonight we're going to talk about some offensive things. 
Hello, boys and girls. Thanks for joining me here today as your old Uncle Mosh takes us to class. Most of you have heard the phrases Hail Mary, Shotgun, or Onside Kick, but have you ever wondered what the heck a Mike, Sam, or Will linebacker did? Do the phrases Run and Shoot, Bull Rush, and Nickel Dime Packages make you want to go Pooch Punk the Wildcat? Well, you're in luck. My little nephew Murph has a new flea flicker of a segment called Murph Fundamentals, where I ask him a question and he tries to teach this old dog some new tricks. Murph, 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 Murph. I was born out there. I was born <laughs> on the West Coast. I was born in San Jose, California. Yes. I was there till I was 18 and went in the service. Murph. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. What's the West Coast offense? I, I always thought it was me on a date. <laughs> but no, that's that, the West that Coast was, offense. That was the West Coast offensive. <laughs> Ever tell you about the time I had the date with the girl, the 21 year old? I was 17. No. And I gave her a bloody nose. I went, I went, I oh, thought, no. she invited me in, right? I'm like, all right. I hit the promised land, right? And I'm on her doorstep, <laughs> and she's like, let me get my key. And, I, and she's like looking up at me, and I go in for the kiss, and I hit her right in the nose oh, with, the nice. with the bill of my hat, and oh. she starts bleeding. And, I'm like, and she's like, got her hand hold up to her nose, right? And she's gushing blood. And I'm like, where's your keys? And she's like, it doesn't matter where my keys are. See ya. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those uh, were the days. Awesome. That was West Coast offensive. That was the West Coast But offensive. I need to know, what's West Coast All offense? Right, so the West Coast offense. Let's talk a little bit about the West Coast offense. And the reason that I wanted to bring up the West Coast offense and do it on more fundamentals tonight on Raiders Fan Radio is this. I think, Raider Nation, the more we understand what the West Coast offense is, the better we'll be able to cope with our Sundays this season. Okay? So... Let's look at, let's consider this. So the West Coast offense is a style of offense that's run by John Gruden. So I'll give you a quick little origin of it. It actually started, no surprise, on the West Coast. And actually, the original West Coast offense was, and the reason they don't call it the San Francisco offense, <laughs> is that because originally it was run in uh, San Diego by Eric Coriel and by the Raiders. There's a reason that uh, Daryl LaMonica has the nickname the Mad Bomber, and there was Warren Wells, and there was, of course, Cliff Branch, and there was the Raiders were just go deep, baby, right? Just ask Kenny Stabler. So those types of offenses, those push it down the field, stretch the field, attack deep, that was what the West Coast offense was. Well, there was a writer that misinterpreted what the West Coast offense was and applied that term to Bill Walsh's 49ers. Nice. So yeah. it was a mistake. It was a mistake. So now the West Coast offense, as we know it, is Bill Walsh's offense that he ran successfully for the San Francisco 49ers. The, he developed it originally when he was an offensive assistant with the Bengals brought it to the Niners, and subsequently won four Super Bowls and then tag it with another fifth because George Seifert ran a version of Bill Walsh's offense in the 90s. All right, so... So, but how does that how does that affect us? That affects us because John Gruden is in the coaching tree of Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh had an offensive assistant named Paul Hackett, John Gruden, and Mike Holmgren, and uh, Mike McCarthy, and these guys trickled down from that 
coaching tree. So essentially what we have with the Raiders and the West Coast offense is the same offense that you saw the Niners run in the 80s and 90s, what the Packers ran in the late 90s, what the Packers ran in the in the earlier part of, of this decade, or at least in the heyday of Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy and all them. That's what this offense is. So what is the West Coast offense? Well, before the West Coast offense came into existence, um, the conventional wisdom of the NFL was run first to set up the pass. You want to get your defenders to commit to the line of scrimmage so then you could then take advantage of them making mistakes and stretch the field and press them for big chunk gains downfield. All right. So then the West Coast offense flipped that, and the idea was let's instead spread them out, get people away from where the ball is, then we can uh, generate running lanes there to then from there go for big gains down the field. So it's basically a pass to set up the run to set up a deeper pass, okay? So as we're spreading everybody out, the reason that we're throwing dink and dunky type passes is because that's what the West Coast offense tells us to do. It tells us to throw high percentage, short distance passes to get the defenders out and away and spread out across the field. That's what this thing does. Okay, so again, no surprise that that John Gruden has built this offense. So I want you to think back, Raider Nation. I want you to think back on those teams. I want you to think back all those Niner teams. Jerry Rice wasn't catching 40-yard bombs downfield from Joe Montana. He was catching seven-yard slants, and then he was taken off for 60 yards because he was making people miss. That's what the Raiders' offense now is designed to do. It's designed to give Derek Carr one or two checks and if they're not there, you then go for the high percentage gain, okay? That's what he's told to do. Each receiver in the West Coast offense has a numerous um, amount of options in terms of route running. Each receiver might have like three different routes they could run. So if Mosh, if you're to my right, if you're the Z receiver, okay, and your route is a nine route, which is a straight line route, okay? And that's your your call out of the huddle is to run that line, okay? But we have audibles. I have the ability to look over at you and go, J-Lo, J-Lo, J-Lo. And that tells you to run the slant, okay? And maybe, Jeff, I tell, I tell you, run the Ariana, run the Ariana. And that's a hitch. So you got really three different routes you can run on that play. You can run deep, you can run the slant, or you can run the hitch. Well, I see that the cornerback is playing off coverage off of you, Mosh. And so I know that you're not going to stretch the field because that's Xavier Rhodes exactly. over there. You know he's good. There ain't no way you're going to do that. So what am I going to tell you instead? I'm going to tell you to run the hitch. So I'm going to tell you Ariana. But maybe you forgot. Maybe you thought J-Lo was – or you, you thought Ariana was the slant. So instead, you run the slant. I throw the pass over there. What happens to Xavier Rhodes? He crashes down, picks off the ball, and it looks like I've completely missed you. Everybody goes, Derek Carr sucks. No, he doesn't. He's doing what he's supposed to do, and there was a miscommunication between him and the receiver. And that goes back to what you have when you have a young team. Absolutely. Yep. There is – look, Raider Nation, I'm not going to make apologies for Derek Carr, but there is a certain thing that we have to understand. There's a strict offense. Derek Carr is a company man. He's going to do exactly what John Gruden tells him to do, and he's not going to push back. You know what happens when you push back? You get Brett Favre getting in fights with Mike Holmgren. You get Aaron Rodgers getting in fights with Mike McCarthy. Where's Mike McCarthy now? 
Gone. Why? Because he didn't get along with Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr's not that guy. He's not Rich Gannon that's going to challenge John Gruden. He's going to do exactly what John Gruden tells him to do. And here's the last thing I'm going to say on this, if you can believe it or not. Last thing I'm going to say on this is that if Derek Carr is not the guy to run John Gruden's version of the West Coast offense, then get rid of him. Then let's move on to somebody else. If you want a Case Keenum, then go get Case Keenum. But at a certain point, we've either got to let Derek Carr breathe a little bit in this offense and let him be a little bit more of the gunslinger, let him be a little bit more of the Brett Favre that he idolizes and the reason that he wears number four. You've either got to make that compromise, John Gruden, or you've got to move on to somebody else because Derek Carr is going to be gone long before John Gruden will. Derek Carr will be gone long before. That's the truth of it, right? So that's what the West Coast offense is. That's where it came from. That's what we are in the middle of today. And the Raiders have a decision to make. And I'm done. Please, somebody else take the mic. <laughs> How about we just do this to you, Murph? Will you stifle yourself? <laughs> Perfect. Now, good. Re- hey, I-, I love it. I love it. They're, they're, these people are professionals. They're, they're not gonna, they're, they're not gonna be perfect every week. They're gonna have, they're gonna have issues. We got issues. We can, as professionals, fix those issues or not. So, I, but I love the breakdown. Good job on the, on the, uh, on the Murph of fundamentals. Murph of fundamentals. So here, and I'm gonna, I won't soapbox it, but I will say one last thing. They're, the cars need to slow down. Uh-huh. <laughs> David Carr, Darren Carr, Roger Carr, anybody named Carr on social media, this whole idea of attacking uh, the, the people that are criticizing Derek, look, man, it's not a good look. Derek Carr deserves all the criticism he's getting. While I'm willing to understand what's happening, He's still losing football games. He's still throwing picks in the end zone. He still looks bad on these passes. Like the optics of it are not good. So don't try to explain it away, David. Just eat it. Accept it. Accept it. And and there's a lot of that in the chat saying, hey, we got to accept what we are. We're a young team. We're in a rebuilding phase. Everybody wanted to throw throw all of us under the bus last year because it was our first year. But it, it takes three. It takes three years yes, to rebuild, sir. guys. Yep. We can't forget that. Yep. So, Absolutely. I don't know. We'll find out when we go. Uh, where are we playing this week? Ooh, Ooh, right up the road. Yeah. Are we going? Uh-huh. Nah, no, we, like no I'm not going. I got going. stuff to do. Yeah. You got anything, Swago? Yeah. So, so, so Pirate1975 has a good point. If not Derek Carr, who? You know? Uh, <laughs> not Peterman. Justin <laughs> Herbert out of Oregon. I mean, you're not. We're not going to get to a Tagovailoa. I don't no. think he's the guy, anyways, no. to fit that offense. But look, there's like five good quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft, and we got two first round draft picks. Like, and look, and I'm a guy, I'm a car guy. I don't want to see him go. Oh, I love car. But seriously, yeah. but I like I've said about every other player. I am a Raider fan before I'm a fan of a player. And yep. if Derek Carr's not the guy, well then. I'm going to be okay with that, but we've got to make a decision. We've got to do something with it because, look, this isn't working, and it's been not been working for a very, very long time. Um, do we want to get into the, to the FFCA, Gruden on Car? Why not? Okay, so I, I found something that's interesting. I dug up some old audio here. This is what – and I want to hear from you guys on this. I won't, I won't even tell you what my take is. I'll just tell you this. If this is what Gruden still thinks of Derek Carr – is he mosh 
potentially misapplied in this offense. What impresses me the most about Carr is the way he throws the ball and the way he passes it with accuracy, touch, timing. He can throw the rock. So you're going to have two balls. I'm going to have, have you hit that target 18 yards deep, right down the inside edge of the pro numbers. Yep. Did he hit that one? Well, there's a lot of talk out there about the big three in this draft. Bridgewater, Portals, Manziel, for good reason. Not a lot of people talking about the fifth-year senior Derek Carr out of Fresno. I don't understand it. Jesus Christ, that's really good. I think he has as good an arm talent as I've seen in the last couple years. I'll bet you 100 bucks you can't hit that target again. Let's go. He's got six-foot-three size, 220 pounds, runs just over four-six. Incredible production. Who is this guy? It's so crazy. I'm not concerned about him going in the first round. I think you could make a case for him going number one overall. He's got that kind of arm talent. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> was, so, so that's before Derek Carr was drafted by the Raiders, long before John Gruden became our coach. That was his assessment of that player coming out of college. Is that sound like a guy that you want to plug in and have run a dink and dunk West Coast offense? Uh, you know, a lot of these teams that, that, are, that are successful, including, you know, the, including the – the, the catch of a mustard folks over there. Uh, they, they have talent over there and they utilize that talent. You know, you see a guy like Derek Carr, he's talented. So, I mean, let him be talented in the things that he he's talented at. You know who else came from the Bill Walsh coaching tree that runs the West coast offense, Jeff. Who's that? Andy Reed. Mm-hmm. There you go. Does their offense look like our offense? Absolutely not. No, but it's because you're right. They're taking the things that their players can do well, and they're adjusting to their game. Yes. It's what Bill Belichick has been doing for, oh, I don't know, 20 freaking years. Yeah. Like, they don't – everybody says Tom Brady's the best system quarterback ever. Well, the system is a, not a system. That's the system. Yes. I think I just went into a black hole right there. But, you I, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no system. No. Like they they change literally game to game. Every game. Every freaking yeah. game. So, you know, if you're if you don't have the ability to flex between what talent you have, then it's the Raiders are going to continue to struggle. So, anyways, I think this is a little bit on everybody. Um, and you know, gosh, I don't know. Do we beat that one up enough, Mike? Yeah, we beat it up a little. Uh, you know, running bear says Carr has a talent, but it's the talent around him that's in question. Uh, it, I, I think that there's some validity to that, but it's also a matter of, of getting all that talent on the same page. It's why all-star games are boring. Yep. You know, yeah. we just, we got, you got to work yep. together. You got to utilize the talent that you have. Yep. And, and, and we'll see it get better. Was, I, I, I'm, I, hey, we're going to go into Indy. We're going to revenge a broken leg. Well, yeah. Gonna- oh, <laughs> nice. 100% yes. Good call, Mosh. Uh, I love that. Good call. Good call. All right, let's hit the button and then talk about uh, the greatest plays in NFL history. Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Radio Radio. Radio. Yes! (laughs) 
All right, Uncle Mosh. So something cool this week. You know, we love a legacy of our football team. And we, yeah. We love to talk about it. We love to study it. We love to celebrate it. And uh, so many Hall of Famers, so many championships. Unfortunately, it's been a little while since we had a, uh, such a good run of talent and, and significance to our team. But, uh, man, once upon a time, man, this team hit on a lot of cylinders awful often. And so uh, the NFL, to celebrate their 100th anniversary, released the 100 greatest plays in NFL history and Mosh we had eight of the of the 100 greatest plays in NFL history and seven of them were in the top 30 that's crazy that's so cool it's so cool and and so we had eight so we had almost 10 percent of the uh, and there was 32 other or 31 other teams yeah, and and if they all had almost ten percent, that's three hundred and ten percent. I just did math, and it's not there. It's only a hundred percent, and there's only ninety available because we had almost ten of it. I hundred ten percent agree, and we had twenty five percent of the top three. <laughs> we did math while Swaggy was gone. I'm telling you, and that's, that's, I almost had to take off my shoes so I could add all that stuff up. But all right, so I'm going to give you guys. All right, uh, and and y'all in the chat play along if you know it. Then 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 don't shout it out because uh, you have the. Uh, the uh, uh, the yeah, luxury because we, we don't know the list. You guys don't know the list. No. Uh, the, we saved it so we can play. Uh, so y'all don't shout out in the in the chat because you have the luxury of the internet at your disposal. All right, so we had eight of the plays. So starting at number, well, I'm not gonna tell you what number. Well, it went from 61, 29, 26, 25, 18, 17, 14, All right. one. All right. All right. So you guys put them in the order for where you think they go. All right. All right. So in no particular order. Ghost to the post. Bo Jackson on Monday Night Football, running through the tunnel. The Holy Roller. Old Man Willie. The Immaculate Deception. Marcus Allen running with the night. Vinatieri ties the game in New England for the tuck rule. And the Sea of Hands. Put them in the order. Something I thought was funny about this. Say him again. Okay. Old Man Willie, there's no particular order again. Old Man Willie, Holy Roller, Vinatieri kicking the tying field goal, Bo Jackson, Ghost to the Post, Sea of Hands, Immaculate Deception, Marcus Allen running with the night. So so something that's fun, while you guys are putting them in your order, something that's fun, Raider Nation, that I realized when I was going through this list, the only game that happened in either the Oakland or L.A. Coliseum was the Holy Roller. No, no, it wasn't the Holy Roller. Sea of Hands game. Sea of Hands, the uh, championship, not championship, but AFL divisional game, AFC divisional game uh, against the Dolphins. Uh, That was on December 21st, 1974. That was in the Oakland Coliseum. All of the rest of these. Old Man Willie was in the Super Bowl. I believe that was in Pasadena in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Ghost of the Post was at old Baltimore Memorial Coliseum. Uh, the Holy Roller was in San Diego at old Jack Murphy Stadium. Bo Jackson running through the with the uh, Bo Jackson running to the tunnel was in Seattle in the Superdome. Vinatieri tying the Raiders was in old Foxborough Stadium. Uh, Marcus Allen was at Tampa at the Big Sombrero in the Super Bowl. And then the Immaculate Deception was, of course, at the old Three Rivers Stadium in Pittsburgh, the frozen block of urine. Okay, guys, who wants to go first? You I know? will. Okay, Mosh, what do you got? Okay, so you want me to go in reverse order? Yes, go in reverse order. What do you think? All right, I'm going to say that they, they're going to give 61 ghosts to the post. 
Interesting. You want I'll, me to tell you as we're going, or you want to give me your whole no, list? No, first? no, 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 give, no, no. Give both of them our lists, and then we'll see who's better. I got you. You can just tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, well, no, I won't say. Okay. All, all right. You, uh, you, old Man Willie, number twenty-nine. Okay. Holy Roller, number twenty-six. Vinatieri, number twenty-five. Bo Jackson, number eighteen. Sea of Hands, number seventeen. Marcus Allen, number 14, and The Immaculate Deception, number one. All right. Good job, Mosh. All right, Jeff, go ahead and give me yours. All right. Let's go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, for 61, I'm going to go with Willie. Okay. Uh, 29, let's go Ghost to the Post. Uh, 26, uh, Holy Roller. Then 25, Sea of Hands. 18, uh, that terrible Vinatieri with the kick. Uh, 17, Bo Jackson running with the, or, uh, uh, running Run into the, the tunnel. tunnel. Uh, 14, Marcus Allen running with the knight. And number one, the Immaculate Deception. Did you cheat, Jeff? I did not. All right. He beat you by just a couple there, Mosh. But you both did very, very good. You, uh, Mosh, you swept the top three. You, you smoked that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Swago swept the bottom end of it. So uh, number sixty-one, Old Man Willie. Hey. Line up now, and he looks and throws. Intercepted by the Oakland Raiders. Running around at the 30, 40, 50. He's going all the way. Old Man Willie, touchdown Raiders. Good stuff there from Bill King. Of course, that is Super Bowl eleven played on January 9th, 1977. Good job there, Swago. You got that one. All right. Uh, number 29. As I mentioned, Jeff swept the bottom. So we'll go to Baltimore Memorial Coliseum uh, on Christmas Eve of 1977. And listen to the ghost of the post. Back replaces Van Egan in the Raider backfield with information from the sideline. That's so good. Nice. And, and you know what's cool about that, and, and uh, I don't know how well you remember that game, Mosh, but Casper caught, it was a double overtime game, and he caught the game-winning touchdown also, which is nice. so cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Ghost killed it in that game. Of course, Stabler did as well. All right, number 26. You both got this one. Uh, this is, uh, we have this in the opener of our show. Yep. Uh, this is the Holy Roller. The crowd takes up a chant of defense. Robisky and Banaszak are the back. Slot right. Branch inside. Bradshaw, Stabler back. Here comes the rush. He sidesteps. Can he throw? He can't. The ball flipped forward is loose. A wild scramble. Two seconds on the clock. Casper grabbing the ball. It is rolled a fumble. Casper has recovered in the end zone. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most zany, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Madden is on the field. He wants to know if it's real. They said yes. Get your big butt out of here. He does. <laughs> nice. There's nothing real in the world anymore. The Raiders won the football game. 
The Chargers are standing, looking at each other. They don't believe it. Nobody believes it. I don't know if the Raiders believe it. It's not real. 52,000 people minus a few lonely Raider fans are stunned. A man would be a fool to ever try and write a drama and make you believe it. This one will be relived forever. Oh, my gosh. I forever. get chills listening wow. to Bill King, man. The all-time greatest. All right, so there's the Holy Roller. Good job there, guys. All right, here's the only one that both of you whiffed on, and that's uh, Bo Jackson running into the tunnel on Monday Night Football. Oh, I had him at 18. Yeah, you Bo close. Jackson to the 20 and out in front, and only one man to beat, and easily can't run him down. He had the angle, but there goes Bo, and nobody catches Bo. Touchdown. <laughs> Play from the nine-yard line, third and six. You'll see Dean Miraldi, the center, pull out of there. Steve Wright, the right tackle, but, I mean, it's over right there. Kenny easily has the angle, and it's like little kids chasing a grown man. That's was so, that 18 or 17? That was uh, 25. 25? Yeah, that was 25. That's that too was, low. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a pretty good That's one. So too that low. Was, so that was December, no, ne- November 30th, uh, 1987, as I mentioned, in the Seattle Superdome. All right, then Vinatieri kicked something, whatever. That happened. That was number 18. That happened, I don't know, 2002. Nobody, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, all right, so then uh, number 17, uh, Mosh, you got this one. Uh, this is where you swept the top three. Mosh gets to see if hands correct. This is, uh, again, the only one that happened in Oakland. This is AFC Divisional Playoff game against the Miami Dolphins on uh, December 21st, 1974. Pass to pass, Joe Stabler. Looking, looking, looking. He runs. He's at the 15. He throws. It is. A touchdown, Raiders. Touchdown, Raiders. All right, there it is. That was uh, the, the fun little story or the, uh, the, the footnote to that one. Clarence Davis had terrible hands. Like he was notorious for not being able to catch anything, and yet he wrestles that pass away. Uh, pretty good. All right, so then we get to number 14. You both hit this one on the nose, and this is Marcus Allen running with the night. Crockett giving to Allen, sending him wide left. He has to reverse his field, but he, and he gets away for a moment. Comes back up the middle of 30, 25, 40. Breaks past two men at the 50, down to the 40, picking up a blocker to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Raiders! If you we, listen to Tales from the Nation, you can catch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Then uh, we got, uh, so you got Marcus Allen running with the night, and then you both hit this one. Okay, this is funny. I'm going to switch over to Mosh's camera. This is Immaculate Deception. Okay, look down the barrel of the camera, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right here. Immaculate Deception, which is your all-time hated game against your all-time hated team. Do you know what the date was? It was my birthday. Sure was. Twelve twenty-three seventy-two. I didn't, oh no! I didn't realize that when I was oh, putting yeah. this together. I didn't realize this was your fourteenth birthday. Yeah. No wonder you hate them so yeah. much. Yeah. They yeah. ruined your birthday. It was a hell of a present. <laughs> I'm still pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to hear it? No. Okay, we won't play it. Okay, no, good, no, we don't want to hear that. No, we won't hear it. We won't play it. All right. But this sounds like this sounds like a list of 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 tales from the nation. I know, right? Like you it, know, like, like like I mean, besides number one and number eighteen, like you know, and even number eighteen, we'll probably talk about at some point. Uh, yeah. But, but you like, know, there's our there's our show schedule, right? That's there our show schedule. Yeah. 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 I did not know it was on your birthday. That's crazy. Sorry, Sorry man. Me. Oh, I know. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I knew. 
All right, hit a button. Let's talk about Andy. Yeah, that was terrible. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> hey, hey, that was a really good segment, Mur. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> next, sorry next, next time you come up with something like that. Will you stifle uh, I'm sorry. Next, right? time, next time we'll go in reverse order, okay? Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, let, let's hear from one of my heroes. Okay. Nobody yeah. enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Phil. We know that Franco caught that thing off the turf, buddy. We're with you. Uh, okay, so something funny that we did uh, last year, we started playing uh, in reference when, when it started getting ugly. When it started... <laughs> <laughs> And now for something completely different. Nice. This has been a downer of a show. Oh, gosh, I know, huh? Spice it up a little bit, Murph. Really has. The chat is on. Spice the it up. The chat is just, uh, I've seen a little hate. <laughs> towards us? <laughs> no, 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 not no, towards no, no. us. Towards the team. Oh, towards the team. No, no okay. nobody towards I haven't even hit the dislike button yet. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, look, here's what I would tell you, Raider Nation. This is our, this is our message to you. This is our public service announcement from your buddies here at Raiders Fan Radio. Right now. Just remember, on Sunday, Monday, the occasional Thursday, you, you get together with your family. We started the show off with family. You get together with your friends. You enjoy food. You enjoy frosty adult beverages. You enjoy the camaraderie of being members of Raider Nation. Win, lose, or tie, it's Raiders till you die. So at the end of the day... Dennis Allen, where's my red Sharpie? The end of the day, Mosh, it just doesn't matter what the team does. It doesn't matter! Sure. Sure, they're terrific athletes. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Do you know that they use the most sophisticated training methods from the Soviet Union, East and West Germany, and the newest Olympic power, Trinidad Tobago? But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter! I tell you, it just doesn't matter! 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 Even if we win! If we win! Ha! Even if we win! Even if we play so far over our heads that our noses bleed for a week to ten days! Even if God in heaven above comes down and points his hand at our side of the field, even if every man, woman, and child held hands together and prayed for us to win, <laughs> it just wouldn't matter! <laughs> it just doesn't matter it doesn't if we win or we lose! It just doesn't matter! Knock on wood if you're with me. All right, let's go to another. Chucktown Raider says, <laughs> "I didn't know Bill Murray was a Raiders fan." 
Keep it perspective, Raider Nation. It's been a rough year. It might still be a rough year. Just love on your family, and it's football season. Enjoy that. Hey, well, yeah. guess what? Let's do another one. Let's do another old school. Go another little old school. Let's go another old school. All right, so we used to do also a segment around here called Raiders and Pop Culture, and this week, after Raiders fans realized it just doesn't matter, it's been rough, someone posted up a clip of... Uh, uh, of an old TV show, Mad TV. I'd never seen this before, and this is fantastic. So credit Mad TV. This goes back to 2009. Uh, actor Johnny Sanchez has a character, recurring character on Mad TV named Little Joker, and Little Joker is a fan of a certain football team, and uh, this is what he had to say in an, in, in an interview. This is no joke. These are serious times, and people are seriously concerned about this nation entering into a depression. All right, okay, all right, you're right, eh? But you know what? What? I think our nation is already in a depression, eh? Okay, you do, and why is that? Raider Nation, eh? It's depressing! <laughs> we can't even win the game anymore, eh? Take it, right? Raiders! Raiders. Come on, you know that's funny, eh? Look at her, she's trying to hold it, eh? Check her out! Trying to be all professional and stuff like that, eh? Come on, eh? <laughs> I oh love my it. God, that's the best. So funny. Isn't that it. great? That was great. Yeah, so, so, so credit to Mad TV, man. That's good stuff there, and we love to feature our Raiders of Pop Culture. All right, we got to get hey, moving here. Who, uh, who sent you that? Uh, somebody, uh, Bandito was the, the Twitter name. I don't remember what his handle was, but he, it was just scrolling through my timeline, like somebody retweeted it or something. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really funny. Yeah. So good, good stuff. That was, that was great. Oh, hey, wait, wait, before you hit that. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm out of order. You go, you go. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Oh yeah. You thought this was 17. It's 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so if you want to contact us here at Raiders Fan Radio, there are a multitude of ways to do so. Most importantly, you can call us uh, at 909-345-3346. Leave us a voicemail, and if we play your message three times here on the Sea of Fans, uh, you, we, you become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman. Or you can email the show. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, send us an email, and we will be glad to... Excuse me. I'm glad to read your emails uh, here on the show. Uh, so we got emails this week. Let's go to uh, let's go to the Western Annex of the Southern. No, God, I always mess that up. The Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, and hear first from Swag Jeff. I'd like to address something that is bugging me greatly. The hat rack most fans are using <laughs> called 2016 to blame our current staff. I'd like all you guys to remind or take a trip down memory lane on that season and remind the viewing audience that we are not that we were not an elite team then. Yeah, go look at the strength of schedule. AFC South? Did we beat the Chiefs? Did we even beat the Super Bowl losers? So take away that season and what do we have? 15 plus years of losing. Carr and Gruden are trying to make a crippled team walk tall again. They are trying to build a perennial winner. Uh, who wants a one-season wonder? It's going to take time, and more losses will follow. This this year's schedule is brutal, not to mention the travel. A few bullet points before I go. One, 
I ask that all impatient Fairweather fans, when the last time we laid a beat down on the Patriots? Had we fare in Mexico under Del Rio in our Tuck Rule Revenge game? How long has it taken the Kool-Aid man to build the Chiefs? <laughs> 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 if you can't compete in the playoffs, why go? And don't become an elite team in one or two seasons. It takes time, patience, and alcohol to be a Raider fan. I, too, want to be elite. I'm going to pull my hair out, complain, cry, and break a few remotes with the nation as well. But when Tuesday comes around, I have more faith in the newest regime than I have had in a long time. And when efforts fade, my story will change. But I do see commitment from Carr and Gruden right now. And I will ride this out no matter how bumpy it gets. Patience, Raider Nation. We'll get there. Pirate 1975. Hey, nice to hear from Pirate 1975. Uh, he's there in the chat, along with uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Running Bear, Chucktown Raider, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, of course, Joe Duran, Sugar Shane, Chucktown Raider. Did I say that yet? Callie Zed is in there. Crossbones is in, the, is in there. I uh, appreciate all of you joining us in the chat. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot Vladimir. Oh, yes, yes. Kovic from Serbia and Peyote Dreams from Berlin. That's really cool. My guys. Yeah, it's your guys. You got hey, guys. I got guys. You got guys. I got another guy. His name's Randy Hansen. Let's hear. Oh, Coach Randy Hansen. Coach Randy Hansen. Today's game is a blessing in disguise. I just watched it again. The defense made some early season fundamental errors that are easily correctable. It's tough to execute on offense where you fall behind 21 to nothing. Unless you have a snake sobering up. Yet, the, Ra <laughs> the Raiders flashed glimpses of greatness. Carr made some great throws and one bad one. Let's be happy that we have him. The most important thing I saw as I watched for a second time is that the Raiders played hard the entire game. This game was necessary, and it will help us win two extra games this season. All in caps, this game was a blessing in disguise. The Raiders are lurking in weeds, and no one will be able to stop Silver and Black when they finally attack. The Raiders won't even be able to stop themselves because they will be the Raiders again, and no game will end until the Silver and Black wins. When it happens, everyone will know, and there will be hell to pay for whoever stands in our way. Take it mm, on the hood of your neighbor's car <laughs> if you are with me. <laughs> nice. Nice job, Coach. Always good to hear from Coach Hansen and his uh, social media feeds there. Good stuff know, there. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You got another one swaggy or is it me? Nice you, all man. All right, good evening, guys. You. Hope all is well. So the optimism we've had for this season has taken another bruising at the Vikings. I still have faith in things at present, but games like Sunday really test the patience. Thank goodness for the podcast. Otherwise, I'd still be in, sitting in the corner of the room, rocking backwards and forwards, <laughs> hugging my knees. We found ourselves in a hole of our own making early on and never recovered against a very good, balanced Vikings team. Thank goodness for Darren Waller. Amen who continues yeah. to shine. Another great effort for him. Injuries are tearing us up at the minute, which affects some play calling and exposes us in key areas. But we can't use that as an excuse. I've never been a DC critic, and I don't want to start, but I'm getting concerned in what could be a make or break season for him. Some of the mistakes he's making shouldn't be happening to a player of his experience. Sunday, he wasn't seeing the whole field at times. He looked like the nervous DC of last season, especially with the INT through. He looked tight and uncomfortable and seemed to be overthinking things too much. 
Are there too many audibles? Is he confusing things by taking too much time when we need to build a rhythm? Are the coaches the ones confusing things? We know what DC can do. We know that the question is, does he restrict himself or is he being restricted? Coach Gruden needs to look at some of the play calling. When we beat the Donkeys, we played with expression and freedom. Admittedly against a pile of crap, but we did it nevertheless. <laughs> the Chiefs and Vikings are a different proposition. But if you surrender an early 21-point lead, you have to rethink the strategy to try to get some kind of result. But the play calling was largely repetitive, dink-and-dunk stuff that the Vikings were happy for for us to play while they waited for another mistake. It's really frustrating, guys. A lot of teams will struggle against the Vikings, but it would have been nice had we made it hard for them. Too many self-imposed limitations. There's a quote in Snake by Mike Freeman. Jim Murray of the LA Times writing ahead of the Super Bowl eleven. The Vikings play football like a guy laying carpet. The Raiders play like a guy jumping through a skylight with a machine gun. <laughs> if only we'd seen more of that on Sunday. The quote is on page 143, so I guess it's perfect for tonight's show. Oh, nice. After all... Whoa. That's good, that Swaggo. Good. After all of that, and to round off this weekend, I see the NFL Top 100 Plays has ranked Immaculate Deception as number one. Give me strength. Marcus <laughs> Allen comes in at 14. The Sea of Hands is at 17. And all opinion, I suppose, but why am I not surprised that the number one play is against the Raiders? If we have enough fit players, we need to go after the Colts on Sunday. Take the initiative and play for m with more freedom. As I write, we've picked up Dakota Allen and put Markel Lee on IR. I guess there may be more to come. Two and two will help us get over last week in a hurry. So keep the faith nation and cross everything in hope. Thanks as always for your hard work. It's always appreciated. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Egerton from Shropshire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner, 2019. Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. One time winner of the Raiders fan Sizzler Award. Nice job. Great email, love Paul. It. Great love email. it. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Good stuff there from uh, from Paul. And uh, over there in the UK. All right. So that's our emails for tonight. And then, as we mentioned, you can uh, you can call the show and become a made man or a made woman. And every uh, crew needs a capo. Uh, he is Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, and we always kick it off with him. Greetings, Don Murph, Kasigliari, Moshwinder, Boss, Sunny, Little Murph, Swag, Jess, Sergeant Arms, Big Raider, Trucker Nation. It's your capo, Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Well, our Raiders. Uh, well, they've hit rock bottom and started to dig to start the season to Minnesota, of course. I've got to thank the league for scheduling us for the early game, even though there were two East, uh, East Coast teams playing in the late time slot. But, you know, I guess they didn't want to compete with another team in the Bay, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the losers for the game, obviously, John Gruden. I mean, honestly, let's stop and think about that. The team has come out on fire two weeks in a row, and then we come out dead, a stinker. I mean, we go out there and let the other team go up 21 to nothing nothing to start the game, and then we don't really get anything consistently going until garbage time. I mean, I appreciate the flea flicker and everything like that, but goodness, um, you know, the Raiders have been outscored 62-7 to in the past seven quarters of football. i got to put that on you, Chucky, but I'm not as hard as the big Raider right. trucker on you. i still got faith. I mean, you're going to be together for six, eight years. Uh, Derek Carr, I mean, goodness. We go down 21 to nothing, and then once again, I mean, the Carr's engine doesn't even get started in order to begin the game. So, I mean, the bottom line is we go as Carr goes, and, you know, he's just simply got to do better. I mean, I want the car that I saw on Hard Knocks. 
So let's see if we can get that guy back in business. Raider, the defensive line, I mean, we've talked about the ends. I mean, we really uh, got gashed. I mean, you know, um, they didn't sack Kirk Cousins. Um, a single time. I mean, I think they only touched him once. And Arden Key, he almost got a stat, but not one that we wanted this week where he got flagged for uh, 15 yards for a late hit on that guy. They also allowed the Vikings running backs to run for 6.3 yards per carry. Even Kirk Cousins got four yards per carry. Now, getting back to the television uh, ratings in the Bay Area, I think that's why we got the early time slot so the Niners Steelers could be shown in prime time or, or damn near for the late game with 16.68 you know, market share. Um, that, that's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, the disrespect is just terrible. Our rating was 6.31 in the Bay, but you know what? They put us on at, you know, 9 in the morning out there. Only Mojo and a couple friends and family got a chance to wake up and watch the game. Unacceptable. Um, there was other things I wanted to talk about, our linebacking core, but you know what? We don't draft linebackers, so why would I waste my time? The hit list, of course, uh, Ryan Grant and Google Voice. I'm looking for you, baby. Respect goes out to all the made men. <laughs> uh, he called Ryan Grant on the hit list there, and uh, who uh, who's now no longer a member of the Oakland yeah, Raiders? Got cut. Wow. Yeah, uh, well, he went. We need, a, we need a we need a like a capo. You done got hit. <laughs> you know? like Capo Stradamus right there calling that shot. You got Capo. Absolutely. You got Capo. You there got you go. Capo. All right, let's go to uh, first up. Let's hear from uh, RBK Raider. Oh, so we got eight calls uh, now. We're, the grade eight. We're grade eight. So let's hear first from RBK Raider. Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, Q-Dog, my favorite little plastic baby buff Murph. This is RBK Raider <laughs> chiming in. I just got the news. Antonio Brown has been cut by the Patriots. They don't want to deal with these allegations, and good for them. And all I got to say is karma is a beep because, you know what, you run around and act like a little kid. You act like you're above the law because you got millions of dollars. And Can I just play something real fast? Yeah. Do you guys remember Antonio Brown screaming this from the locker room when he was part of the Steelers? Straight cash, you know? uh, so I was karma. Like, that's not me. It's called karma. Karma. I apologize for that. And it's called with karma. That, with that being said, uh, he's right. Murph, <laughs> okay. Uncle Ma, blah blah blah. I thought that but was interesting. Just want to chime in. I know you guys are going to talk next Wednesday at length about this. Well, I don't know, and I'm sorry for saying his name. It should have just been 84, because uh, yeah. He did us dirty. We lost a couple draft picks, but you know what? We dodged a big bullet, guys. Man, I just I can't wait to hear your guys' input on this because I'm I'm big on the rape allegations and sexual assault because I've had people in my what family doing, that man? lived it. Flag, and flag, that's for real. And flag, what flag. What are you doing, Mosh? There's a flag on the play. Flag on the play. Flag on RBK. Flag on the play. All right, let's 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 go back. Let's see what he's see what he's got to say. Okay, here. Let's, let's hear what's going on. Hey, y'all, this is RBK Raider again. Um, I just gotta say, I became a made man a couple weeks ago, and you guys never officially played the music for me and two others. And I gotta say, that hurt my feelings a little bit. I was expecting that. I wanted to hear Uncle Moss give me the official Italian speech, and uh, you know. I'd like to hear it, you know. I'd like, I'd like to get that shout out. But, but anyway, swag. What's going on there? I'm gonna throw my challenge flag. He kind of called us out because we didn't, because we didn't give him the main man status. 
And uh, I'm going to throw a challenge flag. So he's so the flag on the play says that we didn't acknowledge him as a made man. But you're saying you're going to challenge that. I'm going to challenge that. I'm. I, he's going to go to the booth. Swaggy's got Swaggy's got my okay, back. He's well, going to the booth. And Uncle Mosh is never wrong. I'm never wrong. Okay. I'm never wrong. You're never wrong. I'm never wrong. I've never been wrong. So you're saying we acknowledge RBK Raider as a made yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I saying. I, I think he missed it. Okay, let's go to the booth. You got your monitor there, Jeff? Yep, okay. let's look at all it. All right, here we go. Uh, you know, that's what it's all about, man. Great job, Coach Davis. And Mosh, that's his third official call. Yes. And so now we have RBK Raider. Right. We right. have Coach Davis. Right. And we have Scotland's, Scotland's own David, David Love. Love. We Welcome that to the family, smidge. gentlemen. You are now Scotland's, Scotland's own Coach Davis. Right. And hey. we have Scotland's, In Scotland's own David, David Love. Love. Hey. Welcome to the family, gentlemen. You are now officially made men. You Uh-oh. are a Uh-oh. made man. You Uh-oh. show. <laughs> <laughs> Mosh is never Mosh wrong. Is never wrong. He's undefeated. Here, here it is. Let's here it is. Let's for the for the for the the watching and listening audience. RBK Raider. Right. We right. have Coach oh, Davis. Say that again. Right. Who was that? And we have Scott. And so now we have RBK Raider. Who do we right. have? We right. have Coach Paul. Yes. And so now we have RBK Raider. Oh. We have Coach Davis. Right. And we have Scotland's In Scotland's own David, David Love. Love. <laughs> All right, there we go. RBK Raider, we love you, man. We're just messing with you. But Crossbones you- goes, that underwear shot was wrong. <laughs> then why did it feel so right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, as bad as it's been tonight, uh, we needed an we underwear need shot. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. ah! <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Those of you watching, <laughs> you, just, you just killed Swago without one box. <laughs> For those uh, of you watching on the YouTube, you've seen now Uncle Mosh's underwear and his belly in the same place. Nice. Oh my god! And look, you guys don't even pay for this stuff, man. Uh, All right, let's hear from Raider One. Yeah, Murph Uncle Mosh, how you doing? This is Raider One. I just heard that um, Antonio Brown got released by the Patriots. You know, Grandma, Grandma, I'm free, I'm free. <laughs> nice. Come on, Juan. Good job, Raider Juan. Hey, Juan is feeling better. He's I feeling can, better. I can, I can hear it in his voice. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like he's feeling better, man. Absolutely. Good job. Good job, Raider Juan. Appreciate you. All right, next <laughs> up. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron in the chat said, Mosh built this city on donut holes. <laughs> I love the next one. Did you see what, what, what go, go, Wyoming go. Raider? Mosh, that's a long bit just to try to pick up a date. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's go out to the 661. I don't know the name. He didn't leave it. Yo, Murph, greetings to everyone in the Raider Nation. Just wanted to call in right before the game, right before the kickoff. You know, I just want to let you know that I'm in a situation where my nephew, who just joined the Vikings, could possibly sack our quarterback, and I didn't know how I would feel about it. But a, a fraction of a nanosecond, I told myself, I hope Carr stiff arms this mother <laughs> and throws for a record touchdown. Because uh, the black, the silver and black is thicker than blood. So go Raider Nation. My nephew Devontae Down, number fifty-seven Vikings. 
Well, congratulations to your nephew for making it to the league, man. That's pretty well, yeah. cool. That's very cool. Jeff, if you're, uh, if your son, okay. Uh, Ollie, if he came to you and said, Hey dad, I just signed with the Kansas city chiefs. How do you feel about that? Mm. A little mm. sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be wearing a Chiefs jersey. Uh, I'd, I'd rather he'd come to you and say, Dad, I just want to dance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that old saying? Uh, 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 well, let's move on. Because I got about 20 of them. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather have a, a someone in a something than yeah, a somebody in a something else. In a Chiefs uniform. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and, and Q-Dog already says this show is now officially PG-13. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you're not kidding. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's go to Running Bear. Hello, this is Running Bear from Tulare, California. Wait, oh, I forgot. I and Murph and oh, Swag okay. Jeff we'll and all back. the rest of the Raider Nation. I'd like to start off with the defenses right now. Riley gave up 14 points off of two horrible plays right off the bat. Our defense allowed their running game to have holes so large that even I, with two total knee replacements, could have ran for 100 yards. <laughs> Our defense was atrocious. I do respect Burford uh, going back out there after being hurt. Uh, I did see stuff from Carl Joseph, and I saw some stuff from a couple other players. But our defense was pretty pretty bad. On offense, I know a lot of people are going to be all over Carr. And, you know, he had some bad throws. I'm not going to say he didn't. But he also only had uh, seven incompletions total. Our running backs just weren't effective. But I think the real problem, and our wide receivers weren't there, but our real problem was that there were absolutely zero plays where our wide receivers went deep. Our play calling by... Our wonderful coach Gruden is horrible this year. There is nothing but Hold short passes now. being routes being run. So when you guys get on the car about not throwing deep, well, you better start being on Gruden for not giving the play. play there it is. Deep. And as far as what Carr has done, yeah, you know what? I'm upset at, him this, at this game because I wanted more out of him. But you know what? When I look at the entire year, right now he's got the sixth uh, highest percentage completion in the league. He's at 73.5. I know that doesn't mean a lot to you guys, but as far as I'm concerned, at least we know he's completing his passes. Our biggest problem really is our play calling and lack of talent in certain positions. We have to be honest with ourselves. This team is not a 10-16. and 16. At best, it's an 8-18, eight eight maybe 9-7 and seven if we're lucky, Preach. more likely 7-9. and nine. I've said that from the start, and I'll keep on saying it because it's been what it is. I know a lot of you have had other hopes. I do want to say this. If you want to get rid of Carr, I'm not with you. And when he does go to some other team because you guys want to get rid of him and he winds up whipping our ass, well, then, you know what? Cry me a river because that's what's going to happen. It's not Carr. It's play calling and a lack of talent around him. Anyway, you guys have a good one. Good stuff, wow, strong, man. Strong, strong. Very good call. Excellent content, excellent takes, man. Excellent perspective. Uh, we appreciate you running bear. All right, uh, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy Eyepatch down in Florida. Murph, Mosh, Nation, Eyepatch calling in. Just want to let you know that I've been scouring this whole weekend looking for Google Voice. <laughs> you, I hope you recovered nice. from that attempted hit. And just let you know, it's not in the state of Florida. I've searched high and low, and he's not. Google Voice isn't here. I suggested all the other made men go out and search your states and let us know if you've found. He, he took an attempt on our uh, on our capo. 
We have to track down Google Voice. Okay, let's get on to the Minnesota game. You know, once my mother told me, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Okay, that wraps, that about wraps it up. Until next week. Ciao. Love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That man. was the best nine seconds of dead air we've <laughs> yeah. ever had on here. That was awesome, man. Oh. Good t- good comedic timing there, I patched. Oh. That was so funny, man. Great call. Great call. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy Michael Phillips. Hey, Murph. Hey, man, it's Michael Phillips out here in uh, Clovis, California. Hey, I, I saw you played the song on episode 142, man. Thanks a lot. I wanted to just tell you thank you. Uh, I was going to tell you, too, I'm not sure what happened in the translation from, from the, the track, but you only have the left channel. So there's like a harmony guitar part over the main theme, and it's on the right channel, or vice versa, whatever one. You have one or the other, so you're only getting the mono feed for that song. I don't know. I i got to double-check what I sing. I'm pretty sure I sent you the correct stereo feed. But anyhow, uh, yeah, man, I'd like to talk some Raiders. i got some cool stories from over the years, man, about, uh, you know, being a season ticket holder, especially the 02 year. I was at the Brady game, the Sunday night football. All the bootleg shirts said it was a fumble and F the Patriots. Pretty funny. And then I was there for Tim Brown's thousandth uh, career reception. And the very next play, Gannon hits Rice for a touchdown. But I got like a kind of a great Papa-like memory about the Raiders, you know, especially from that late 90s, early 2000 era, but also the history. And, you know, I was a big, huge Cliff Branch fan. But uh, anyhow, all right, take care. All right, appreciate Michael Phillips calling the show as a follow-up to his uh, heavy metal version of the Autumn Wind. And so here's what happened. So when we do this show, I mix everything down into one channel, and it's a mono feed. So when I loaded up his song... Whether it was an MP3 or not. Yeah, Yeah. what I did was I deleted out the one channel because I I didn't realize it was in stereo. So anyway, so I mixed it up in stereo. So here you go. And you can definitely tell the difference. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Michael Phillips, that's a talented dude oh. right there, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and you can definitely hear all of his extra flourishes in there with Heck his guitar, yeah. man. That's, so, so awesome. that's legit, man. That's good stuff. Appreciate you, Michael Phillips. All right, next up, let's hear from Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle My, Swag Jeff, Nation. This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Just wanted to give my thoughts on last week. Man, we played like hammered bovine excrement on the rip. Oh, man, we looked terrible. Uh, just to, like we got owned on both sides of the uh, uh, of the line, the offense and defense. We just looked terrible, man. On defense, for one second, I had to look up in the crowd to see if Moses was over there doing a skull clap 
the way they was parting the daggone holes for Dalvin Cook, man. It was wild, you know. Derek Carr, he was looking like Cam Newton for a hot minute, sailing balls over people, you know, and, and we got to do something about this secondary. Like, Amen. our safeties, it's looking like Reggie Nelson's still out there, man. We got to get it popping. Um, but, like, just looking forward to next week, Indy, you know, even though Andrew Luck isn't there, there's still somebody to be trifled with, you know. Um, if if we play the run like we did this week, man, uh, uh, Mac, he's going to have a hell of a day. That's all I got to say about that one. But, hey, man, we just got to keep pushing forward. They just got to keep grinding. Uh I'm going to keep my eye on the clock this week. You know, I won't go down to the wire. I'm all set. <laughs> all right, fellas. Always love the show. Peace. All right, good job, Rev. Rev. That was so funny last week, man. Oh that was so funny. Dead man walking. Oh. All right, uh, one more, guys. We're going to hear from our buddy Beto, uh, now referred to as 9-Volt Beto. Wait, Beto, you know the sound. You hear that? Yeah, I hear nothing either because they replaced my nine volt. Two captains the whole match. Two days ago, I was at that game on my birthday. You know, watching the Blues. Uh, hey, I still saw my Raiders, and I actually scored two touchdowns. All right, silver lining and everything. Well, silver and black lining. Anyway, wanted to talk about who is to blame for the loss. Um, is it Derek Carr, John Gruden, coaching? Uh, defense, secondary, linebackers, special teams. I'm going to say everyone. That's everyone's fault. You know, the defense couldn't stop Dalvin Cook for nothing. Uh, Derek Carr and the offense couldn't do anything on their downs. Special teams, they could anything. Rashard was uh, the uh, returner, so I that always made me a little nervous because, you know, he fumbles a lot when he returns. Um, I'm not going to say anything about the team if we're, if we're going to tank or if we're going to, the season went down the drain or we're going to make the playoffs or not, which I definitely don't think we will, but I won't say anything about the team until the bye week until we can see what, what we're actually at. Uh, right now, we look like an 88, 79 team, you know, but yeah, you know, it's still go Raiders, you know. Uh, so, yeah, go Raiders. All right, Murph. So, we got to wrap things up here. Uh, we started off the night. We heard from RBK and Raider Juan. They both gave us a little bit of shout back to uh, ABC. <laughs> nice. Following up with our buddy, our caller in the 661, telling us that silver and black is thicker than blood. Eye patch. He's looking for Google Voice. He's <laughs> nice. got he's got the capos back, man. And there was a and it, it, great dead air. I loved it. Uh, Running Bear, super job on the, yes. on the game recap. Hit it on the head. What we've been saying all night long. Michael Phillips set us straight that we had the uh, the wrong play. We got to hear his great rendition of the Autumn Wind again. And he said, hey, that somebody said in the chat, that maybe needs to be the new theme song. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Rev Raider. Man, he said, you're playing like hammered bovine <laughs> extrament. But he said, keep grinding. And old 9-volt Beto. 
You know the city, right? Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. the sound. From now on, he's fire safety Beto. <laughs> nice. Since he's nice. replaced him. Well played, but our Bosh. Sizzler Award has got to go to the man, the made man, who stepped up and had the capos back. That would be the one and only. Cover your eye, everybody. It's for <laughs> eye patch. Sizzler. Nice. Sizzler. 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 All right, let's see it. Cover him up. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Thank you so much to all of you that participated in tonight's show via the emails, via the phone calls, uh, and of course the chat. Uh, shout them out, Swago. Who's in there? Yeah, we got Crossbones in here, Running Bear, Pirate 1975, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Chucktown Raider. Uh, Vladimir from Serbia and uh, and uh, Peyote from Berlin. We've got, we, we're worldwide here tonight. Worldwide. And, and Swago, while you got the mic, man, tell us how people can uh, follow us on, on our social medias. Yes, yes. Facebook.com slash Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, look us up, man. We're posting all the time. Send us pictures with uh, wearing the Made Men shirt and, uh, and, and hangouts at the games and stuff. We want to see your pictures. Send that stuff. We'll post it online and, and all that stuff. You know, I hope we have a much better week next week, gentlemen. I think if we uh, if Swaggo's good this week, maybe uh, maybe Mama San will let us come let her come back. <laughs> nice. we'll, we'll do another triple threat next well, week yeah. when we celebrate a win over there. There we go. We need a we need a victory yes. uh, Wednesday, Mosh. Yes, yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening tonight. It's been your Raiders fan radio group therapy session. But for tonight, <laughs> for Murph and little Swaggy J, this is your old Uncle Mosh. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't ever forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Good night. Very timely politically. Nice job. Raider Nation, eh? It's the. (laughs) (laughs) We can't even take it anymore, man. Take it, right? Even if God in heaven above comes down and points his hand at our side of the field, even if every man, woman, and child held hands together. It doesn't matter!
Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. With the holidays just around the corner, Macy's makes it easy to get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup or pickup inside the store. Need it now? Try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, available in select locations. Plus, shop early and late with extended store hours right up to the last minute. And don't forget, if you're getting your purchases delivered by mail, make sure you place your order by December 18th on Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. Pickup and same-day delivery valid for most in-stock items at select stores only. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.